Welcome to the latest episode of Beyond the Set New York. I'm your host, Brian Kirsch, coming to you live from 40 Lex Studios. Today, we are thrilled to have on Film Commissioner Nora Brown of the Rochester Finger Lakes region. Commissioner, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. My first question is, how many film commissioners are there in the state of New York? Boy, I don't know. That's something you'd see on the governor's website. Um, there's a lot of regional film commissions, but most of them are are tied to um, other entities. There's very few that are just strictly film commissions where they don't actually work for tourism also or economic development or something else. We're, we're strictly a film commission. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the position and, you know, were you always in the film and television industry? Sure. So um, I was, uh, I started off in the film industry as a production assistant working on uh, feature films and then just kind of worked my way up the ladder to um, eventually be a producer, an executive producer. So I retired from the film industry in 2008. Eight, and I really didn't think I was going to go back to work when the county executive asked me um, she'd like me to work at her film office just to kind of bring it more modern, more someone who knew a little bit more about what was going on currently in the industry. So um, I took that job for three years and, you know, here I am 13 years later, still working at the film commission. That sounds great. And would you say that a lot has changed in the 13 years in terms of the amount of interest in filming in the state? Oh, certainly. Absolutely. 13 years ago, you know, we did not have the interest, especially upstate, that um, that we see now. You know, we there were a few feature films that would roll through, but it was mostly commercials and um music videos and corporate videos and things weren't a lot. There wasn't a lot of need for a marketing plan even because films came because they wanted to go somewhere cheap and they thought, well, we'll go upstate because then they would, they don't know what, the, what we should be paying them. Uh, one thing that I found really interesting from the information that you sent us last week was this abandoned subway train aqueduct and I know that it was recently used for filming. What do those sorts of sets that are already there do for potential filmmakers who are looking for uh, locations? Well, it practically provides them with um, a back lot. You know, they don't have to build any sets. They, they're going down into this tunnel or they're going into the industrial site that's here. And they've already got their back lot. It's already there. So it's, you know, put up your lights, get your actors, hire your crew, get your caterer, get ready to go and, you know, ready to roll. The, the aqueduct and, actually is interesting because it's a hole in the ground. And in the last 12 months, or let's say in the course of 12 months, it's going to have a significant economic impact by just leaving it alone and letting it be, a, you know, a, a, a location for filmmakers that need a tunnel. Was there ever any, you know, recent talk of turning it into something else that, you know, maybe, you know, developing the land over it or um, what? what is the area like around there? Well, there's always talk about what should we do with the aqueduct? 
what should we do with Main Street? Maybe we should turn it back into an aqueduct, run water through it. Um, you need money for that. And so there isn't a lot of people that want to throw money into an empty hole, um, except for filmmakers, apparently. So, you know, it's working out perfectly. Somebody's got to do it, right? Right. The one end of the aqueduct, I guess there's a there's a hotel, and some of that has been turned into their underground parking or their below ground parking. But the aqueduct itself that looks out onto the Genesee River on both sides and the tunnel for the subway that it connects to, um, there's no plans right now for that. And I actually, one of my jobs as film commissioner, I spoke to the mayor and said, let's leave it alone until you have all the money and you let's just leave it alone because, you know, this actually turns out to be a really good location that people are interested in. Right. So instead of spending money to, you know, do something else with it, the state can actually help generate revenue for itself and local businesses and stuff like that just by having a great option for filmmakers to come and use. Right, because the filmmakers that are coming from out of town, they need hotels, they need catering. You know, the number of businesses that, the types of businesses that benefit from from uh, production spending is long and diverse. You know, there isn't just a few businesses in town that benefit, everyone benefits. One of the numbers that really jumped out at me from the information that you gave us was that there were, uh, for the movie, um, for the Netflix production, Hyperdrive, uh, there were 8,000 hotel room nights that right. were that were booked. And that, to me, seems like that's maybe an undertold part of the story. Oh, absolutely. There's, you know, there's the vehicles that they need to drive. And um, I think the biggest thing for me was Every time I would visit set, vans would pull in. There's, you know, 325 people on set with with food that they had purchased locally. You know, minivans filled to feed the crew overnight. They they did 12-hour shifts, 7 at night till 7 in the morning. And so, you know, you're feeding a lot of people a lot. And the grocery stores are benefiting from that. And honestly, the um, Grubhub, you know, the food delivery and the pizza right. delivery and the Asian restaurants and everybody that was feeding the crew during pre-pro. And would you, how does that work in terms of, you know, finding these restaurants and hotels? Is that something that the film commission office is involved with from the beginning, helping these productions, you know, uh, house their people and feed their people? And how, how involved do you get in that? Well, it, it, every production is different. The last film, I, well, here's what I did. When I was in production, there were a lot of things that I wanted regional film commissions to help me with, and they didn't have that. So when I took over the film commission in Rochester, I implemented a lot of things, a lot of services that most film commissions wouldn't think of, um, you know, like issuing RFPs to the hotels and giving that to the producers so they don't have to spend a day looking for hotels, who's got parking, what amenities, does it come with breakfast? That goes right to the right to the producers. Um, as far as anything that they're looking for, the the Netflix job was was really intensive because had they gone to another state, that other state would have given them quite a bit of money for their tax incentive. And because it was non scripted, it was not a narrative. They um, they didn't qualify for the tax incentive. So we did everything we could to help them to save money so that they weren't 
getting as hurt by coming to New York. Of course, they would not have found this location anywhere but in New York, in Rochester, New York, but we right. help them a lot. People don't realize that this is a competitive business. And it's a long process. You know, Netflix was 10 months from when we got the first email until they until they wrapped and drove away. And during that 10 months, you know, this isn't a glamorous job. I had four days off in, during those 10 months, except for I did get Thanksgiving. I did get Christmas. But, you know, Saturday, as you Sundays, should. you know, there's no such thing as production's not Monday through Friday, nine to five. Right. One of the one of the films that shot in the tunnel. We started working with them three years before they showed up. Wow. Showing them locations and then, you know, things changed for them with their financing and then they had to come back with a new producer and we hosted them in hotel rooms. We paid for, you know, took them out to dinner and so that um, we could show them all the infrastructure and support services that they would need. Thankfully, we did that because now the second film is coming back to shoot in the tunnel and we already have a map for that. We already know exactly where to plant the Jennies. We know everything, and we advise them right. on that. So when they left, they said, well, there's our pre-pro. New York State um, Film Tax Credit Program and, you know, the the numbers. For the, 10, for the extra 10%, I see Monroe County is a part of that extra 10% for the film credit. Can you talk a little bit about – is that something that's important? Do people need to know that there's even extra for going a little bit further north? Um, I, I think they all do. You know, the filmmakers that we work with are have already done a lot of their homework. Mm -hmm. You know, most of them have already got their script. They are talking about where to shoot it, what state to shoot it in. Um, the big guys know about the bump in the incentive. Anyone who doesn't, we do we do mention that you know there's a bump for shooting upstate um like i said by the time they by the time they get to us they've done a lot of their own homework if i'm at an event a trade show or, or you know a film festival or something then i do talk about that but when there's an inquiry and people pursue us they already know about the bump for upstate and one other thing with the the film tax credit this money is not being used to attract the the A-list star to be a part of your production. This is going to this is going to help local businesses, um, local vendors, things of that nature. Th this is not just going to fill the pockets of A-list celebrities. No, because in in New York State, above the line is not a qualified cost. Is not a qualified cost for that it's only below the line and writer, producer, director, and actor are all above the line. So the production, the producers get the money, the production, it's a, it's a corporation, you know, the film is incorporated and the corporation gets the money. And then that's funneled out to whoever actually gets the check and benefits from that. But um, no, it's not, the money is not being, it, it was never really, Massachusetts is above the line, but that doesn't mean that the actor in the film is getting that money. The producers get the money. Right. The point is, is that New York state businesses all across the state, whether it's in Monroe County, New York County, you know, uh, Clinton, Columbia, it doesn't matter that there are real opportunities to help local businesses. It is a revenue positive program. When a production comes into town, they spend 
their money. It means it, it, it basically it, there's sales tax that they're paying. There's it's, it's about jobs. It's about right. every, every vendor that you hire has employees. And so it keeps them all working. And yeah. so, you know, they make money and then they go out and spend that money in the community. So it's not just a one-time benefit because it multiplies down the line. That's great. And um, I think we really learned a lot today. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. I would love to give you the final word in, in the sense what do people? What else do people need to know about this program and um, and what's going on in Monroe County in terms of film and television? Well, let me let me be clear. The Rochester Finger Lakes Film Commission is our offices are in Monroe County, but we represent basically like almost to Syracuse and almost to Buffalo from okay. Lake Ontario to the Pennsylvania border. Okay. So we had a film that shot in the Finger Lakes region. It had the same impact. Maybe just a little bit more because because the businesses down there don't see that kind of work all the time. They don't see that kind of income all the time. If you know if a production has a million dollars in local spend below the line, then that's going to have a like a two million dollar or two point three million dollar impact on the regional economy. So I guess I mean I, I don't know if that if that's what you're looking for, but. No, I am. I That's think that's essentially what it is. It's a revenue positive program. And I, I I'm not a huge fan of tax credits willy nilly, but this is a this is a revenue positive program that I can get behind and I can use this as a marketing tool to go out and, and attract productions to our region. You know, our region isn't like we have the city of Rochester. We have the Erie Canal. You're familiar with that. Yeah. Lake Ontario, the Genesee River. We have small villages. We have big towns. We have uh, three, right now, four qualified production facilities here. You know, this is, you're going upstate, and a lot of people get the sense that once you get past a certain point, then you're going into the wilderness. You know, there's all the support services you need here. We have a brand new uh, camera rental house, full service with all the expendables and everything, and Griffin Electric and crew, they're all here. You know, it's they're waiting here for producers to come and say, here's where I want to shoot my film. They don't have to bring them with them. They're here. Right. Well, and I think that's really important. And I'm glad that you said that. And I, that is the point of this podcast. We want people to know what's av- what resources are available to them throughout the state. Um, and we're, you know, Commissioner Nora Brown, we were, we're thrilled to have you on. We thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully... Um, you keep us posted with, um, you know, the exciting new projects that are coming into the area. And we're happy to uh, help promote and uh, and we'd love to hear more. Great. Thank you so much. That was Film Commissioner Nora Brown, who oversees film and television in the Rochester and Finger Lakes region. Thanks so much, Commissioner. If you would like more information from her office, please visit filmrochester.org. As for us, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with everyone you know. For Commissioner Nora Brown, I'm Brian Kirsch. We'll speak to you next time on Beyond the Set New York.